Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 195. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside He Only Does Everything, Colin Moriarty. Can you find this Lev Seaton sectional anywhere else for cheaper? I doubt it. The Tech Tower, Scott Lowe. <laughs> What's up? And making his long-awaited <laughs> Podcast Beyond return, the news hound, Jim Riley. Uh, Demon Souls. No, do the bark. I'm not doing the Come bark. Come on, nope. you've been gone for weeks, <laughs> nope. months, Jim. Nope. Years. Are you excited to be back? You've been gone a long somewhat. time. It's been. Uh, You're I somewhat think, excited. Like seven, seven months. Since my last confession, I think. Right. Seven, seven months. months. Jeez. It was December, Louise. I think. Was the infamous show. The infamous show. Not oh. the game infamous, but the infamous infamous show. I don't know why it was the infamous show. What did you do on the infamous show? It was the, show? the fat asses episode. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. You don't date girls with fat asses. Yeah, that was that. It was like one of the the Christmas break ones, right? Yep. Yeah. I like. I like. Is your... that what drove you away? No. You you went into. Uh, you, I just you, need a break. Okay. Okay. You don't want to burn out. I, better to you better you know don't yeah. burn out. I do like you know Jim wants you know Jim was kind of appearing. I think much like Scott Lowe has been appearing lately, as in like semi regularly. Yeah, a semi regular. And, like, and I feel like he's. Uh, he maybe felt like he overexposed himself. I understand. You don't want him I don't overexposing know himself. Thing. So I was on the Girl Fight episode, uh, podcast. One fi- or 50. Yeah, they episode just celebrated 50, 50. And they laid off half a staff on that podcast. <laughs> so uh, good luck to you guys. <laughs> Thank you. You're saying you're the kiss of death? Yeah. I think you've been around long enough that we can uh, we can withstand we can withstand it. I think we're, we're immune to you. Okay. I hope yeah. you're ready to talk about Demon's Souls. We are. We have a Demon's Souls question. Would you like to start with that? No. No, we're too bad. That's how it's starting. Uh, <laughs> where is the Demon's Souls? There you go. Alan writes in. Says Beyond. Beyond. Is there anything you want in Dark Souls, Jim, that wasn't in Demon Souls? Okay, just so everybody knows, Dark Souls is the spiritual successor to Demon Souls. Uh huh. No, no related to stories or anything like that. Uh, being what, pr- it's being put out by Atlas as well. No, it's not. What? Yeah. What? To explain. All right. So if if listeners here right now, they only play popular games. People, the games people like. What was Demon Souls? <laughs> It's uh, one of the greatest games of the generation. Okay. You were a ghost, right? And you walked around, and there were blood spots. And no, no, no. Then you kept getting killed. No. Uh, it's an action RPG. Okay. Um, yep, pretty much about it. Okay. <laughs> it had an extensive online, extensive as far, online, but not online like playing with people. You, you found can notes. leave messages for people. You leave fake messages like I do. Yeah. Say jump off here and you die. Um, Every time you died and came back, the game got harder, right? To a, to a degree. Okay. Yes. Okay. Jamali's uh, mean. So I've beaten this game six times on my seventh playthrough. I'm playing through the. You platinumed it. I platinumed it. I'm playing through a import version to get that platinum. You're trophy. welcome, Jim. Thanks, Colin. It's part of, well, thanks to one. Oh, you got the yeah. Japanese. Yeah, I see. Uh, so, yeah, Dark Souls. Uh, sequel coming out October 4th. Pre-order now at your retailer. Uh, <laughs> Jim's shilling for this game. Uh, what do I want? I, you know, I just want the same game, basically. That's how the, I feel about Mega Man. The only thing I would hey, want man. is be able to connect with people online a little bit easier because the way it is now, you can kind of you just have to... Um, it's just like a roll of the dice, a crapshoot of who you're gonna get in your game. Yeah, you can't like send a message and connect that way. Gotcha. So like you and I couldn't easily play together. I couldn't just. It's see based on a level. Um, gotcha. uh, so like if you're level one, it's like one through thirty can only play together, and then thirty to sixty. So it's you know you can't have a level two hundred player playing with someone who's at level two. But yeah, just something a little bit easier like that. Okay. But I just want the same game over and over again. All right. Pretty much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, if you've never heard Podcast Beyond before, we're IGN.com's official PlayStation podcast every week. We come to you on a Thursday with tons of stuff like what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Scott, you do the honors. What? You do the honors. You read it down there. Let's hear your sultry tones, the Tech Tower's tones. Well, I can get really sultry. Okay. You gotta tell me what level of sultry you want. Start it off like, with do a. Do you want it 
like like wet your pants sexy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yes, I do. I don't see why not, really. <laughs> well, you're not going to get that. It's too <laughs> early in the morning for that. All right. Number one. Limbo is coming to the PlayStation Network. Specifics such as exact date and price aren't available yet, but developer Playdead has confirmed that it will continue to P- come, well, come to PSN soon. PlayStation later tweeted to confirm that the game will be available sometime in July and that more details will surface soon. I played it last year. Okay. But you didn't with a <laughs> DualShock controller. Yeah, Jim. now you get trophies. That makes it better. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Trophies are kind of hard in that game, I think. Some of them. Yeah, they were, actually. You got to find all the... All the eggs the, or whatever. Yeah, then, well, I mean, now there's so many guides. I I'm guess stuck. Maybe the, the Beyond community can help me on this. So I, In the I, game? Yeah. In the Limbo? Game. Yeah. The Xbox game? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, spoilers I mean, for everybody who hasn't played it. Only has a piece. All right, really, yeah. No, Turn I'm just giving you down for yeah, five minutes. No, but I, if for anybody who's played it on the other platforms yeah. available for, uh, I'm stuck at a point where you're kind of like looking at this electric sign that like kind of like flickers hotel. on and off. Yeah, the hotel yeah, yeah. sign. And I don't know how to get. Like you go down and there's a, like a big empty like you have, time, you have to time your jumps. But uh, no matter how how many times I tried it, I couldn't yeah. time it right. Like you, like because you don't really, you can't really make a clear jump and onto it. So you just sort of hang, and then you have to climb. And by the time you climb up, it re- like reignites, and you you die. Hmm. I don't. Remember. If you have the answers to these questions, <laughs> yeah, to this uh, problem of mine, Scott, email. I'd suggest you go to guides.ign.com. That requires so much more work. Ah, jeez. And I wanted a personalized flair from the community. Okay, fine. Yeah, where, thank do you, you. where do you want them to email you? Uh, you can email my podcast emailing list, <laughs> techfetish at IGN.com. Okay. Because well, I read Cross-pollination. What do you mean yeah. you read them? We read them. What? No, I, read I don't read Beyond emails because uh, I'm not on that list. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. if you want to be part of this show, beyond at IGN.com. Yeah. Number two. According to a report, a PlayStation 3 price cut, price cut is possible and may be announced at Gamescom this August. Whether or not this is merely a rumor has yet to be determined, though a price cut would certainly make sense. Sounds yeah. like a real good story right there. How Did much, you write it? No. no. <laughs> how much do you guys think it's going to be? 250 bucks. You think so? You think yeah. they're not going to go for the 200 No, I don't, I, don't, I don't see. You know, to get a little price cut in there, or maybe 250 with a bundled game or something like that. I don't know. I think I, I, so, or a move. They confirmed in Japan, at least, they're doing a new model of the PS3, making it cheaper. So it suggests that there's going to be a price cut. Removing those really expensive LEDs. LED lights, that was where it was. <laughs> what, what, is it, what do they have now? Is it 299 and 399 Excuse? Yes. What do they have? Yeah, that's right. See, I think I think uh, rather than getting price drop, we'll just see more value value to those SKUs. So we'll get a bigger hard drive or whatever, yeah. more different games, but... I don't think we'll see two hundred dollars. The concern about five. dropping it too low, right, is then it's well, then the uh, Vita comes out right, and it's more than the PS3. In which I mean, granted, new system, portable, Wi-Fi, three G. I can see them doing like similar to what uh, Microsoft did with the arcade model of the three hundred and sixty, where it's like got like uh, the bare minimum in terms of hard drive space. Um, I mean, because I'm thinking back now, this the launch system that I have has a whopping twenty gigs of space. Right. So um, I can easily see them bringing back something like that and really kind of getting it down to that two hundred price point while maintaining the higher end SKUs. I think they'll keep the the, the two ninety nine SKU. They'll just add like a move controller with it or something. Yeah, they got to get the move out there and maybe some games. I don't. I don't know. Maybe PS Plus. I mean, you could have like all sorts of like incentives to. Yeah, people to buy more PS3s, and like I was saying a long time ago, before we before we knew anything really about Vita, which was like I suspect that they're going to bundle PS3 and, and Vita together. That'd be you're awesome. crazy, Colin. You're crazy. Why do you think that? That's that's crazy talk. That would Why? be expensive. That's crazy, Colin. Why? It's crazy. Why? <laughs> it's just crazy. Why is that? You crazy? would never bundle your two products together. Why not? It just makes they no sense. They bundle products together all the time. 
why wouldn't you like have a PS3 and Vita for five hundred dollars? Who would buy that? I don't know. People that don't have a PS3 yet. That, or Vita. To stress, to stress I don't the cross pollination between. I the, think uh, that's I don't crazy think we'll, talk. I don't think we'll see that skew at launch. I think it'll be uh, uh, like a year later once developers really start getting into the cross pollination between the two platforms. I, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it, it then would make more sense. Yeah, I mean, at some point, I think that they'll they'll come together and. and I bet it'll be a Sam's Club bundle right away. <laughs> oh yeah, well they bundle everything. Remember together. that? Yeah, you got yeah. here's the Nintendo 64 and a Wave Race sandwich. and four more controllers. Like, Jesus Christ! It's all in yeah. a giant plastic. Yeah, bubble the plastic. Wrap. Bu- yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> or like the games that they put in like the plastic cases and they just like just sitting. It's just two random games that someone put in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why spend money on packaging when you could just wrap it in Saran wrap? That's true. Yep. Onward. Number three. Respawn Entertainment, the studio created by X-Infinity Ward founders Vince Zampella and Jason West, have been begun testing or teasing its new game. A lone blurry screenshot has been released along with scant details about the game itself. The game is described as a multi-platform product based on a new video game IP and funded through a publishing deal with Electronic Arts. Yeah, that screenshot was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Did, you see it? Did you guys see that screenshot? It was great. Yeah, it looked like uh, the Avatar world, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, that looks a little dark, a little dreary. I don't know. I'm concerned. Cloudy. Why? Because uh, EA Partners is pretty much crap right now. Yeah, mm. but why would why would this be? Why would Alice, this be no no marketing on that. Shout yeah, there was the no, no that marketing. came out super quiet. I can think. I, th- I can't can, think of one EA Partners game that has done insanely well. I think they we can safely assume that they're going to dump as much money into this as possible. I don't know. Just slapping the title from the creators of Call of Duty on there. Yeah, I wonder what it's going to be. You know. Like there's there's talk that uh, people have been reading into quotes from executives saying that it could be like a sci-fi shooter and not a war shooter, which makes sense, kind of. I think a Halo killer. You don't want to. You're not going to make uh, when you partner with a publisher that has Battlefield and uh, Medal of Honor and then make another game just like that. Yeah. Um, but well, and there was rumors prior to them actually disbanding, you know, or like going from Infinity War that they were like wanting to do a sci-fi shooter. Yeah. Um, so. It'll be yeah. cool. I want them to do a children's game that requires the use of <laughs> PlayStation Move. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Carnival games. I want them to take over development of Carnival yeah, games. That would be yeah. big. Yeah, that'd be huge. <laughs> Number four, Activision has registered a new uh, registered new Go- GoldenEye internet domain, suggesting that more GoldenEye might be coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> the domains registered include GoldenEyeReloadedGame.com and GoldenEye2000 or 007GamerReloaded.com. That's the longest URL ever. Yeah, that's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no word on what these titles could be, although I'm assuming they're reloaded in in some sense. Um, GoldenEye2007 uh, came to the Wii last year, commemorating the original GoldenEye N64 game in the late 90s. Could this be a simple port of the newer game to other consoles? We'll find out. I soon. doubt it. I probably is. You think so? Yeah. They're I think it probably bringing is. Bringing over the Wii game and uprising? Yeah, I think it's probably oh, exactly God. what it is. I still think it's funny that no one's made a good GoldenEye game since the N64 game. Good I 007. I don't find that funny really at all. I mean, I think it's <laughs> hilarious. I think it's sad. You know what I liked? I kind of liked Nightfire. Remember that one? Nope. I, I kind of liked that game. That came out in like 2003, I think. I wrote the guide for it. Okay. It was I, know, I just remember doing speed runs through the levels to get unlock the cheats. Yeah, man, those were awesome days. Yeah, those were awesome. Double seven was great. Goldeneye was awesome. Because if you yeah, strafe left and right, that made that made you move faster than running straight. So you had to like strafe around corners because it made you go faster. Oh man, so good. <laughs> <laughs> we we found Jim Riley's hidden tastes in games. I don't think it's hidden. He's a Demon Souls addict. Well, he likes hard stuff. He likes challenge. He likes being pushed. Yeah. Prepare to die. Dot com. Is that D- Dark Souls? <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> <laughs> Jim's, uh, oh, can we? Can you talk? You want to talk about your uh, quest to get the shield in the game? What? 
Oh, oh, that's right. You can so uh, Namco is doing a, a contest where you can design your own shield, and the fans are going to vote on the entries, and then eventually developers will pick from a three or four or five or whatever, however many yeah. are voted into it. And uh, if you win, you get your name in the game and your shield. Like yeah. Your name in the credits. And your shield is one of the items. And you're going, you're doing it. So I'm making Altano do it for Brian me. Brian Altano, he's a features editor here. He does, <laughs> he does a lot he, of the lot of arty stuff. You see, he, yeah. like, he went to art school or something. If you if you looked at Colin's uh, PlayStation Plus uh, one year later feature, he did all the graphs in there. Yes. So I'm gonna pay him money to do that for me. Mm. And I've heard there's talk of either a hamburger or a pizza shield. So there's yeah, I haven't you know nailed down the a hamburger yet. shield. You can submit great. up to three Doesn't entries. It? Three entries. So I'm gonna do one like funny one, uh-huh. one serious design. Is your face gonna be on one of them? No, that'd be awesome. I really should. It really should. And they just lift up Jim's but head. I don't know if you can pick like the attributes to the shield. Like shields can make you like magic regenerate, uh-huh. or health regenerate. Or what do you want yours to do? I don't know. Hunger. Plus five to charisma. I think poison resistance. <laughs> would be good. Poison resistance. That's yours. Because being poisoned in that game is a pain in the ass. Yeah. No. It's interesting. I hope you win. <laughs> We'll see. Number five. The Supreme Court has spoken, and California's violent video game law has been nixed. In a 7-2 to decision, the court struck down the proposed law, citing its infringement of the First Amendment. We have the full decision with all opinions on IGN. Yeah, we linked to the PDF, which is lengthy. Yeah, you should should read uh, David Jaffe's comments on that, because it was awesome. Yeah, he he wasn't thrilled with anything. Uh, in what sense? What was he not thrilled about? He's not th- he doesn't he, seem to be thrilled about anything in he general. He thought that, yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. He just said it was all bullshit and the media sucks. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> pretty much. That was pretty much the gist of it. That, yeah, this was a non-issue and that uh, games media shouldn't have been covering it to begin with. That this was just a To the extent that they did. Yeah, Ce- yeah. And celebrating it. And yeah, stuff. people were making it out to be like, you know, party in the streets, kiss a, you know, you're a sailor, kiss a nurse kind of thing. Like, it was kiss a nurse, sailor, you're a sailor, kiss a nurse. Yeah. Like World War Two? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. yeah, so that yeah. was the reference I was making. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't he was saying. He was saying that... And then somebody else... Was he the one who said that this is just a, a big boon for companies or whatever? This is... I don't know. Somebody had a comment. I don't know. It's, what, Jim, did this matter? Did this Supreme Court decision matter? Basically, they said you couldn't sell M-rated games to minors in California, and the Supreme Court said that's bullshit. Well, well you, just, you don't want the state um, you know, looking into that and, and having... Um, because developers would then not have full control, I guess in like what is sold and what they can make. You don't want the state getting its hands in, into creative um, I think the most significant part of it was that there's now precedent because basically the statement of the ruling is actually like, you know, documented is that it's saying that, you know, video games are considered pieces of like art, no. art you know, and therefore are protected. So like it's, it's really just being able to, it, whenever someone brings something up in the future, it's like, well, this previous ruling is, says that, you know, it's art. So the next time Roger Ebert fires off his mouth yeah. about someone who's not dead, yeah. we can talk. We can point to this decision <laughs> and be like, there it is. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Anyways, uh, number six. The Elder Scrolls Oblivion is getting a release, re-release this summer to commemorate the fifth anniversary. Scott Lowe, I can't wait to get the trophies in that game. <laughs> you really going to go back and play it and get all the trophies? Keep, Keep reading. reading. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But after much speculation, Bethesda has confirmed that Oblivion's re-release will not be matched for trophies. Damn it! <laughs> you guys set me up for that. Yeah, we I did. don't know why you guys care about this. <laughs> trophies? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, trophies for a five-year-old game. I haven't played Elder Scrolls, so I, I wouldn't mind fooling around with getting a few silvers, a couple bronzes. So you're not going to play just because you won't get trophies? Put on a hat. I sincerely doubt it. Yeah, I really doubt it. I doubt it. For, I, I doubt it. <laughs> I'll wait for Skyrim now. What's the point? Why go back and play a really old game? 
Old game is old, Jim. I got new games uh, to play. No, let's not do this again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play Limbo when it comes out next month. Oh, yeah, because it has trophies. Yeah. Is it next month already? I, did it, I miss that? It's yeah, July. Damn. I don't know. Jeez. Good job. A great game, Limbo. And it's July short. I don't know. Trophies July. haven't been confirmed for it. Maybe you should ask. They have to be. In they have game. to be. Don't worry about yeah. that. Don't you worry about that. I know. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there will be an uprising. <laughs> Number seven. Call of Duty XP 2011 has been revealed. Akin to a fan-based annual event like BlizzCon, Call of Duty XP has been described as the ultimate fan experience and will take place over two days in Los Angeles. Tickets will cost $150 through Activision, though Activision has promised that 100% of the proceeds will be donated to its nonprofit organization called the Call of Duty Endowment. Eventual, which uh, gives money to veterans, by the way. Uh, the event will focus around Modern Warfare 3 and Call of Duty Elite, giving gamers hands-on with the former and explaining more about the latter. Scott, you're a big COD nerd. You own? You gonna go? I kind of want... I, it, it feels a, sh a shame to say so, but I kind of want to go just to see it as... Because I love going to trade shows that are kind of like... Uh, a spectacle. And this seems like there'll be a, it'll be a spectacle. They've got actually like a paintball... Uh, level base you know paintball uh, arena built to look like one of the multiplayer levels like to oh, scale cool. which is pretty awesome so people can actually as if they're playing you yeah, know, yeah. Game, you know and uh i think that's pretty cool um and there's like a bunch of other kind of like really kind of interesting there's like competitive elements like i i don't play competitively but like it would be fun to go watch um and and see this but uh yeah i don't we know have to I go can... cover it we should send jim Nope. <laughs> nope. He'll bring his trademark enthusiasm. Funny, funny story here. Lay it on me. I've been waiting. E3. I'm. I'm. Uh, you know. I'm. I like to talk to the Activision PR people. Yeah, of course. Uh, and they're like, "Hey, you should come check out Modern Warfare 3 demo." I was like, "All right, I got no time, or I have, <laughs> I have plenty of time, but I can go." And so, <laughs> what? I go in. I sit down, and they they showed the demo. It's like me and uh, maybe ten other people. Yeah. Anybody famous? No, didn't you? It's the new Spec Ops mode, right? No, no. This was this was the the demo they showed at the press conference. Oh, the the single player thing. And then they showed a different level after that. Hmm. Uh, and then after it was over, everyone just got up and left. I was like, "Thanks for coming." There was no like excitement. Everyone was just like, "Huh, okay, Modern Warfare three, whatever." I, I don't know about that game. Uh, Colin. Yeah. I don't want to break any embargoes here. Okay. But are you allowed to talk about ResizCon yet? Is that when's oh, Resi Resi yeah, let's, let's, ResizCon let's, happening? Let's keep, that on, let's keep that under okay. the hat. Okay, that. okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's going to take place on the Khmer and Homeworld. <laughs> Let me ask you guys. Have you, have you guys ever gotten uh, two Platinums in one game before? Uh, no, I started the quest to do it with the Sonic Ultimate Genesis I have, collection. I have two Platinums. And then I, I bailed on that. Okay. How do you get two Platinums? You play the import version if it is different. Yeah, we no, have, I, I have played the Australian oh. version. I played Sega Genesis collection and then Sega Mega Drive collection and it's two uh, different trophies. It's the same trophies, but twice. Yeah. That, that mean bean machine would have killed me. It's, you just got to gotta just uh, use the cross-media bar. Yeah, I know. You got to save game. your ass off. Yeah, I don't remember I just could not. I, I probably would have cried again. Yeah, it sucks. That one does. So there's four different versions of Demon Souls. Oh my god! Are you you could theoretically get. I don't know. Like, I, I was thinking about it this morning while I was changing, <laughs> and I'm sure there's someone out there that's done it, right? Yeah. Because once you figure out like, how the game works, you can probably you know a lot. A lot of it is just getting the items, and you can trade items in games. Uh huh. So you have like your friend with your go over to your friend's house with your, their PS3 and then hook it up and then connect with different. Um, that way, but uh, I don't know, man. I was, thinking, I was trying to think like if I got. Have you started the Japanese one yet? Yeah. Okay. I got about five trophies in it so far. Okay. I was thinking like if I got dual platinums, Demon Souls. Yeah. My dick would feel real big. <laughs> <laughs> I got four platinums. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just go around to bars saying that to women. 
Guess how many yeah. Demon Souls? Like, <laughs> like beating the game isn't an issue. It's just a lot of like you're gonna have to play it like four times, and it's, I don't know. Not four times, not being able, or three of those times you can't understand the language. No, so the version I have is it's called the Asian Chinese English version. Oh, okay. So it's in English, but there are some text differences. So items are, are called different things. Gotcha, gotcha. Instead of a shard of uh, of uh, bladestone, it's a uh, splinter of bladestone. Oh, very interesting. Oh, very interesting. That makes ma- that's so much sense. <laughs> 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 I don't understand that. But I, I think uh, I'm gonna try to get a double platinum. I think that's that's my goal this summer. We got nothing, nothing, nothing coming out in July or August. Uh, NCAA football. Well, Catherine. Deuce X. Oh, Catherine. I could put Catherine on the shelf for Demon's Souls. Breaking her arm's heart. Hey, I'm still plugging Demon's Souls. Uh, you should buy it. It came out two years ago. <laughs> I think it's like $10 now. <laughs> Number eight. Sony has confirmed that an Uncharted dual pack, which will include Drake's Fortune and Among Thieves, will be released on July 22nd. Two more already revealed dual packs, one for Resistance and Resistance 2, and the other for Ratchet and Clank games, A Crack in Time and Tools of Destruction, will reportedly be out in the same day. Is that uh, confirmed from the States, or is that just Europe? It didn't. The article didn't really specify. Okay. So I assume that's obviously going to come out here. I All just right. don't know. that. The, I mean, the, the Resistance one for sure is, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't see why. Are these on double discs? Or no, on one? It's a, you open it up, there's going to be two discs inside. It's just a dual pack. That's what I asked. I said double discs. I apologize. I jumped the gun on that one, Jim. I'll, I take that back. All right. How are they? How are they assembled in the package? Unknown. <laughs> What's okay. the manual Unknown like? Variable. Well, that's a that's a key detail because right, the, we've never seen two discs in one PS3 case. It's true. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. What what game had two discs? Um, I think the Batman Collector's Edition did. They oh, put okay. that thing in the su- They put a, a flip thing in there. Oh, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, garbage. Mm, mm. Yeah. Like a Blu-ray casing like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I yeah. feel like they could fit. Resistance and Resistance Two on one disc. I bet they'll announce it at ResistCon. We are <laughs> on the Camaro Homeworld, like yeah. I said. More yeah. details coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, Dead Rising Two off the record has a release date. Capcom has revealed that gamers can expect the game in North America on October 11th, while Europeans can get the same game on Colin's birthday, October 14th. <laughs> it will cost forty dollars. As it is basically a reskin version of last year's <laughs> Dead Rising 2. How much? How much do they say is that going to cost? Is there any price? Forty dollars. You know this when I speak. I was looking at my Coke can. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think uh, here I said this before. Dead Rising one favorite game on Xbox. Yeah. Yep. Dead Rising two not my favorite. Dead game Dead Rising on Xbox. two is really boring. I gotta say. All I wanted to do was I take photos. It. Get my PP points taking photos. Yeah, your PP points. And they, 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 they removed it from <laughs> Dead Rising too. Yeah. I so can't this, this is my version. I'm gonna get. I can't believe it, it's taking them that long to release this thing. I mean, it, since it is literally. Well, they're trying so, to give time between releases, right? I mean, it is happening in the same. Fortune I talked to Christian City. Benson about this. Who? Uh, business development at Capcom. Okay. Posted a, a pre-E3 interview about this game. Okay. He said it's not just a port, a reskin. There's gonna be lots of new content. Still set in the same Fortune City, but Whole new game. Okay. So, so there, this seems to be, I mean, that, that the game that they wanted to make. Yep. Yeah. I mean, or that the fans wanted with the character. Yeah, the fans for sure. They all wanted Frank West. Yeah. But now he's ugly and fat out here. That's, that's the big complaint I get all the time. I don't know. He's, I, he's covered wars, you know. I enjoyed parts of the game, but like... What, Dead Rising 2? Yeah, but yeah. I just... I never played the original Dead Rising. I, that's, that's, that's awesome. But uh, it just seemed game. like... It just seemed it was just boring. It, it was it was just hu- this huge game where like you just ran around a mall and there was just zombies coming to get you the entire time. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, and I'd love <laughs> to see a massively open 
like um zombie game that actually takes more of like a gritty approach like i mean i know like dead rising was all about just having fun and like you know just you know destroying zombies with like any number of I- items yeah, yeah. but like somebody out there please there, there's a game coming from N- undead labs i think it's called uh they're making a zombie game it's like an open world survival like give me walking dead the game yeah that'd be cool yeah okay. what, what does dead island do for you you look at any dead island stuff yeah Okay. I, don't, I don't like the tropical thing, like because that again just kind of makes it cartoonish. For me. I want to see in like a like a like a decrepit like kind of you know beat down city. Gotcha. Where you're just like you that's know, my sifting. favorite setting. Yeah. We'll see what that Telltale does with the Walking Dead license. You should play Dark Souls and Demon Souls. There's zombies in those games. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're not really zombies. They have, play they have, play Ocarina of Time too. There's some <laughs> zombies when you they jump have, to they the have future. Dags. How about Castlevania? <laughs> zombies are Castlevania. <laughs> Number ten. Skyrim, Skyrim won't be out until November, but the Bethesda Game Studio director Todd Howard is already talking about making about the game's DLC. When compared to the studio's last game, Fallout 3, Howard said he wants to do less DLC but make it more substantial. Fallout 3 had five pieces of DLC, which required two separate item or two separate teams. He called uh, he called the pace of the Fallout 3 DLC chaotic, and said that he hopes Skyrim's DLC will have an expansion pack feel. Yeah, I would like that too. I, w- I wish he talked more about what he meant specifically, though, because there was a different feel for the different DLC on Fallout mm. 3. I have extensive experience with them, obviously. Because um, Point Lookout was basically an expansion pack, and so if it was going to be more like that, then that would be awesome, because Point Lookout was a whole new map, and that was the be- by far the best piece of DLC. Is that, is that the one like in the boonies? Yeah, and it's oh, like man, in that, Maryland. That was, that was really annoying. I love that one. That was like all, I thought that was better than like most. I, of ha- the game. I just hated the enemies in that one. Like I the, like 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 the, the hillbillies. Yeah, the hillbillies were oh, awesome. No, man. I, I really really dug Mothership was Mothership Zeta was the worst one. Though. Yeah, mother, well Mothership Zeta and Operation <laughs> Anchorage were the worst. The pit was okay. I didn't mind Anchorage. Broken Steel was okay. You didn't mind Anchorage? Yeah. It was just I didn't dislike it. It was kind of silly. Yeah. It was like a shooter, yeah. But Fallout doesn't have, different. yeah. But Fallout doesn't have fine shooting mechanics, True. so it it didn't uh, it didn't work for me. I think I think their strategy with DLC is not very good because if you look at New Vegas, we still haven't seen all the DLC, and the game's almost been out for almost a year. Well, that's because I think the there's huge obs- development issues, right? But yeah, to be clear, Obsidian developed that game. Obviously, Bethesda is still publishing everything, but. There was severe problems with the way the game ran, and I think they had to go back and patch the shit out of the game before they. The, I'm sure the DLC was in, in process, and they had to stop it to to fix the game. You know, you you guys, re- listeners of Beyond, remember the the famous glitch that I encountered in, <laughs> in New Vegas, where if you and this is the funniest glitch I've ever encountered, where you there's a side quest where you have to kill this guy on the strip, and if you take his hat, the game will not let you go back to the strip every time. So like if you scour his body and take his hat. It was something like that, right? Then if you left the strip, the strip would not render anymore when you went there and the game would crash. <laughs> so like there was like little shit like that that was happening all over the game that I think New Vegas is a better game than Fallout 3, but definitely didn't run as well. Did you ever play it on hardcore mode? No, not yet. So here's the thing. I want a platinum, and I like to get platinums in games I really love. So New Vegas is obviously going to be one of those games. But I'm waiting for all the DLC to come out. I'm waiting for the game to get patched in so I can play it. I think there was a major patch. There's like, still doing more, ago. though. And uh, so once the DLC comes out, I'll go back and play hardcore mode and get the platinum. I don't know. I still think with DLC, though, I, I've uh, talked to analysts and in, in third-party marketing firms. Basically, um, two months after a game comes out, DLC's got to be out. It won't sell beyond that. I wonder what the sales yeah. for, like, Dead Money were and stuff like that. I don't know. Because New Vegas uh, sold fairly well. So. But isn't that, I mean, isn't the promise of DLC the reason to keep you from selling it back? Uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't I work, think so. I think? No. Yeah. Interesting. I never played any of the DLC for Fallout 3. I love Fallout 3. I bought them all and played most of them, but the, I was like... Point Lookout's the must-play, I think. 
I forget which one was that. What happened? That's when that you like get on the boat and you go to the new map. It's like in Maryland. It's like <sighs> the carnival one. Yeah, yeah, it's like an abandoned like seaside. Yeah, town. okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's or like really the Ferris wheel restaurant. It's really there's like a huge mansion there, and like you go into the woods. It's like the only like heavily wooded place in the entire game. It's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, number eleven, Super Stardust HD turns four years old in July, and House Marquee wants to celebrate by holding a competition. Anyone with the game can take place in it. Simply boot up the Coventina Planet in the game <laughs> in the game and go to for the highest score you can get. At the end of the month, House Marquee will assess the monthly high score list where the you, top you five players. What? It's, it's House ha- Mark. It's House Mark. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. No, okay. keep, keep calling it House Marquee, though. I, I, I'm going to keep calling it that. It's, it's the... House Marquee Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's actually like one of those Jeopardy things where you have to like put the words together. Like, what's that category? <laughs> it's, like, it's like famous 90s rapper and <laughs> Finnish game developer. <laughs> House Marquee Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they will assess the monthly high score list where the top five players will receive a grand prize and five other random players in the top 2,000 will receive a pretty sweet Super Stardust HD hoodie. I want the hoodie. Yeah, that hoodie looks good. The dope. hoodie looks cool. Look at it on cool. Just but, yeah. demand it, Greg. I don't want to do that. I, I gave Dead Nation a 7.5. They're not going to give me anything <laughs> for free. Clements has the power to do this, I think. To win? And I, yeah, and I want to see if he can... He, I mean, we're we're good Stardust players. He's a very, 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 very good. Stardust He's amazing. Player. That's all he plays. That's all he. Or for uh, a while, that's all he played. And he just like he got a new high score recently, so he's been playing. He's he's not rusty. Well, him and Stephanie Lee are going at it, I believe. Right? I see them trade oh, tweet they? posts about. So it. at uh, E3, I was playing the the Vita game. Yeah, Super Stardust Delta. Talking to, I think it was maybe a producer at Sony who was there watching me. Sure. He's like, you know. We've only seen one guy beat the demo today at E3. I was like, who? He's like, he's like, he's from some IGN editor. I was like, who was he? He's like, I don't remember his name, but he had like, like, hairs like spiky up. I was like, that's Ryan Clements. Yeah. So, like, I guess Ryan Clements like sat there and beat that the demo. Wes is good. He's very, very game. good at Stardust. I, that's the game I, I keep saying. That's the game I'm most excited about on Vita right now. Well, Colin. Yes. I love to get excited about games, but mm. sadly, Stardust is not. If I wanted a list of games coming out now that are in the stores, where could I go? You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all their platforms by the IGN editors. And what platforms are we talking about? PS2, PSP, and PS3. What PS2 games are coming out? We haven't had a PS2 game it's in probably they're rare. They're rare. a little under a year. We did have one. Remember, we yeah. like some random game came out. Yeah. yeah. And, and like some collections that come out and stuff like that. Yeah. But we'll eventually segue it. It'll still be three, but it'll st- we'll get rid of PS2 and probably bring in Vita. The Vita. I think you should keep PS2. So you, we'll be, you never know. You did it. Yeah, that's true. You do never know. know. So there are nothing on PSP, nothing on PS2. Uh, there are four games though on PlayStation Three this week. Sniper Ghost Warrior. Yes. Which had, I think was already out on 360. Yes. And it got year. a worst. It did not get a good score on 360. More and it got, a, it got a worse score on PS3. Oh, that's good. So there you go. Uh, Don't play that probably. Super Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition. Uh, UFC Personal Trainer, which Ryan Clements is currently re- reviewing. And he is not enjoying it, so do not buy that one either. And Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3, and I'm sure that's going to be a... I, know, really I saw Jack playing that. Don't buy that one either. I'm sure that's going to be a really Gund- different Gundam? game. Yeah. The Gundams? Yeah. Are right. they working on a sequel to the, the Ghost Warrior game? I have no idea. I think so. Yeah. I, I thought so. It must have sold well. Yeah, it was popular. I don't know what people were fuck- smoking, man. They're just really interested in that. Crack. Well, because I know somebody who's working on. They said they were working on something related to it, and I like when I said like, "Oh, is this like you know this game?" And I sent something like the trailer for them, the, this re-release or whatever. And they're like, "No, it's different." So, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, cool. I guess, I guess they're all right. 
Uh, if you wanted to buy stuff off the digital storefront, mm-hmm. uh, there's a bunch of stuff. First off, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, go get Uncharted 3. Which is everybody Drake's right, Deception, everybody right multiplayer now. Beta. Correct. Yeah, if you aren't a PlayStation Plus member, remember you're still part of the Welcome Back program. Go click on the Welcome Back section, say, yeah, redeem the free 30 days of PlayStation Plus, then you can get all Does that, that expire? Stuff. Yes, it, it will like when Soon, you can like, get it. Yeah. I think it's like yeah. July seventh or something. Yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah, this much: what's great about the Uncharted demo is that it's download only, and I can leave my Demon Souls disc in my PS3. All right, we'll talk more about it. Uncharted demo or is uh, the uh, it's not a demo beta is the uh, topic of the week. Also, there's a discount on Dead Space Ignition along with a whole bunch of other games, but don't buy Dead Space Ignition. That's what I'm here to tell you. Yeah, uh, I, I actually bought that game. Just uh, it's, come on, it's man. pretty. I mean, a while ago because I wanted uh, the armor. Or whatever you oh, get. right, 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 right. Is the that the rail shooter? Pathetic, Colin. You're pathetic. No, no, that's extraction. Why, wow, it was $2.50? Uh, Ignition cents. was like the, the the three minigame story with the melty faces. Oh, that was rough. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're just a regular old PlayStation person, you got a whole bunch of games to buy. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD finally came out. Nine ninety nine. Buy that. More sloppy seconds. It's not really sloppy. It's just a... Just it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out not too long after it came out on Xbox, but the, the network went down. Yeah. And obviously, they don't want to, you know... Ubisoft also published Outland, and so obviously they were talking to Sony saying we don't, want our, game, game, we don't want our games on top of Outland each other. Outland is great. Yeah. Outland is great on both consoles. Definitely better on PlayStation 3 because of the D-pad, but pretty negligible. See, I was, play- I was playing with the joystick. I, I gravitate tor- towards the analog stick until I'm telling myself that a game with fine jumping and platform mechanics needs to use the D-pad. I don't know if it's just me, but like the PlayStation, the, the D-pad, it's not what it, like, what it used to be like on the original PlayStation or PlayStation 2. What, what, well, how old is your controller? It's it's yeah, all that stuff it's, breaks it's, it's, down. It's, it's, a, it's a year old. Okay. Uh, but I, it doesn't feel good. Like I, I try to like think about using it to control like 2D games, and it doesn't. I don't know what they're they're doing over there. Mm. Okay. But I mean, like, I played Twisted Metal two with the D pad. Yeah. Metal Gear the D, or with the D pad. Yeah. And I can't. I can't even touch it now. I see. Uh, Gatling gears as well. Yeah. Puzzle Dimension. Streets of Rage Pu- two. Pu- that Puzzle Dimension game actually looks pretty cool. I think I might. Uh, Again, don't get. Well, I guess, yes. Yeah, redeem that PlayStation Plus, you get Streets of Rage 2 for free. So don't bother. You save your five bucks. That's what you got to do. Okay. So we, we got our codes for Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. And I was yeah. I, I was looking at uh, the trophy list uh-huh. for it. And was some, I was expecting that Beyond Good and Evil would have a platinum, but it doesn't. Mm. And I'm a little troubled by that. Well, then, I hope you're not playing it. No, I'm going to play. I, I actually really like that game. but I, got, it, I, I, I 100%ed it on PS2. All the photos and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. That's foolish. Now it's out on PS3 with trophies. Why don't you wait? <laughs> yep. Uh, a whole bunch of other downloads, DLCs, and whatnots. Uh, but the big news rounding out the digital downloads here: PlayStation Portable. There's a new mini called Terra Minos. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Three ninety nine. No description given by Ryan Clements. He. Oh, by the way, Ryan's out here. Sorry, he's he's working on that UFC <laughs> game. That's not, no fun. <laughs> For like forty five minutes into the podcast, I guess we should talk. Oh about yeah, that. No, he's not dead or anything. He's okay. He, he'll live. It's gonna be fine. Um, that brings us to. Oh, I will say though, not to before we get into Uncharted. I want a last thought on Dark Souls. If <laughs> Why Nam- it doesn't have to be your last? Uh, your last thought. If Namco decides to put a bunch of shitty DLC for that game, everything about Demon Souls, everything was on that disc. Yeah. And, you know, if Namco decides to milk it and put a bunch of shitty DLC out, yeah. they go fuck themselves. Okay. Wow. Right, Uncharted. Let's go. Well, you were a big Splatterhouse fan, so I'm sure they won't screw this one up. Uh, yeah. So yeah, topic of the week. Toto. 
Uh, Uncharted 3 Beta is out for PlayStation Plus members, and that's pretty much everybody now. And that's why on Tuesday night everything fell apart, mm-hmm. and it didn't work, and everything crashed, and it was it uh, works better now. Button. It works a lot better now. It works awesome now. Yeah, yeah. I had, I played a million matches yesterday. Not really a million, but, but I played a bunch of matches yesterday, and I had no crashes. Nothing happened. By the way, just a quick, a quick deviation back to what you were just saying. I, I'm playing Splatterhouse right now. I just thought that was an interesting. Jesus, really? Yeah. Go back. You going for the you going for platinum in that? Yeah, might as well. All right. Is it easy? Or they, no, is not that, at all. No, okay, good. It's not a very good game either. It's an okay game. Um, yeah. Hey, so what level are all y'all? I am level thirteen. Damn. I burned out yesterday. I, I was I, that was you know playing at work too. I was gonna come home and play more, and then I got home and I was so tired. I just watched a documentary on Pixar. I'm level two. Scott Lowe. <laughs> what? what level are you? Come on, get off your fucking phone. I I was just reading an email saying that there were tamales present in the office today. for free. I don't think so. Okay, that's not fun. Uh, uh, I think I'm at twelve now. Okay. And then Jimmy. I'm a uh, s- almost seven. All right. You so played I well. played with Jeff Rubenstein last night. Oh, yeah. How's Jeff? What's he Epic at? match. And we played a three-team, or three, yeah, uh, yeah. two-team, three, three two-team match. Yeah. Three-team death match where yeah. each team has two, two people, people on it. So you're saying that the match was epic or that you two are So let me, let me set it up. Please do. So it, was the, it was the airport. Uh, what's it called? Airfield. Airfield. It's not called Airfield. Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, Airfield. <laughs> and so it was me, it was me and Jeff. And Jeffrey was signed from the Jeffrey. PlayStation blog, of course. He also makes all the minis. All Him the and minis. his wife made terrible. Was his wife toiling away on minis in the background while you guys were playing? No, he said he uh, he didn't have his mic. I don't have a mic either. And he sent me a message. He's like, uh, baby, hid my mic. So we couldn't even talk to each other. And then I responded. But you don't need to. You and Jeff Rubin signed. Yeah. So in the, in the map, when you play that, there's a, there's a turret in one of the corners. Yeah, there's two. And then uh, opposite of that, there's like a, a bunker on top of the yep. on top of it. So It's like made of plywood. Yeah. Right, right. So me and Jeff are in the bunker, and another team is on the turret. It's basically a standoff. Yeah. Because you can't kill each other because there's enough coverage there. So, that we, you know, standoff. And then so it, it became who can kill the other team while not moving from the, the post. And it, it ended up uh, double overtime, sudden death. Nice. God, I love double overtime. And uh, Jeff, like, got a last-second kill, descended into double overtime. Yeah. Man, it was good. We actually end up winning though. Nice job. What what uh, Rubes? What is he? Uh, what's his level? Uh, he's level seven. Okay, good. He's not much higher than me. Uh, yeah, that, that that was like one of the few only multiplayer games that I've played where I, my heart was racing. Totally. And I I think that's one of the best things the Uncharted uh, beta or whatever Uncharted multiplayer so far does right is that they drop in the you're talking about all, you know, they drop in these double overtimes now these overtimes they drop in power plays so if, if the match starts to get you know, out of balance, out of control. They drop in these things, you know, like where the winning team will see everyone on the screen is going to be skeletons, so you're not sure who you're shooting. Like, it gives the lesser team a chance to catch up. And so, like, there's all these musical cues. Like, the music starts freaking getting pumped up like Real Uncharted. And, like, it really gets me in the moment of what's happening. Well, they also, you know, they have the set pieces, like, you know, similar to what they have in the single-player campaign, like where you start off, you know, on the airstrip, like trying to get on the plane, and then like you know, once you're on the ground and the level, like the you know the the air attacks come in, and like that actually yeah, that, the air raid siren is like oh yeah. shit, get inside. Well, and that little you know plywood bunker like explodes randomly sometimes. Like it's just it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, me and Scott Lowe have been doing a lot of playing. We've yeah, been doing a lot, we've been doing the two the three team deathmatch. Me and Scott Lowe, we tried to do a standoff with somebody, but the other two teams decided not to do that. <laughs> so for about three minutes, Scott Lowe and I sat up at the turret waiting for people to come to our side of the map and they just stayed on the other side of the yeah, map. Yeah, they so just then, kept spawning over Yeah, there. the map, it was like, our, we had like two kills, they had 13, the other team had 14. We're like, well, fuck, now we gotta move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, I, I still don't like, it's fun to play, but yeah. I, don't, I still don't like the gunplay in Uncharted at all. Really? Yeah. It's just not, not precise it's not fun, enough? It's not fun to shoot stuff and I don't, I don't think the hand-to-hand stuff's any... Hand-to-hand, I have a problem with too. Like, it seems like 
first can off, you, every time I get into a hand to hand fight, I'm gonna lose the hand to hand fight unless I'm from behind. Yeah, it's all about timing. I think I've I think I've kind of figured it out a little bit. Like I mean, Later, um, you know. Evasion has actually become a huge part of my strategy. Oh, I roll, I roll yeah. like nobody's business. Yeah. Well, I wasn't at first, so like I would just you know try to like run at somebody and like you know hit them. Yeah. But like I would just get hit first because like whoever lands the first punch is going to be the one to win it because yeah, or has at least. or has the booster that allows you to hit faster. Um. So like you know the key is to just roll out of it if they land the first punch and try to you know get far enough away where you can actually like shoot them blind fire or come around again where you can actually punch them before they punch you. So yeah. I don't I don't think it's broken. I think it's just a matter of adapting to it. Yeah. Um, I wish the hit window was a little bit smarter. It seems like sometimes I'll get there and I'm like I I'm moving in on them and I, I swing too early. Yep. Yeah, so he plants his feet and he all swings at nothing. It's like what the yeah, fuck? you know pretty, what I want you to do. He's right there. It's pretty heavy and I haven't unlocked the the like the speed hit like booster yet i haven't even seen that one which one's that um i don't i don't even know what it's called but i i, I, I i'm running endurance right now and then i unlocked a couple others i could be totally boosters. making this up but i could have sworn there was a there's like a melee. speed hit like melee interesting kinda. um it might just have been like the one that actually speeds you up and maybe the beyond listeners can correct me here yeah. um they will. uh they will they will <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I think like when we did the the co-op mode right the other day with uh, Anthony and Nair, I love podcast co-op, Beyond Fan. Yeah. Co-op's great. It's yeah. still great. I love that wave thing. But there, it's totally understands what I want to do melee. It seems when I yeah. run at somebody as whoever, it seems like as soon as I melee, I do that like flying punch or whatever. It's like, well, why can't I carry? Well, because the AI is slower. They don't have the evasion kind of technique as yes. like some of these players. Like, because a lot of like one of the the ones I always get like steamrolled over like by. Uh, are the like super twitch players who like are just like super fast and like roll re- all the time and it's just like I I, I hate that but yeah. um uh, I think you know with the AI they're a little less we're hanging uh, in there we're having good matches yeah. yeah I mean we're always coming up uh you know near the top yeah we're getting there we're seasoned vets. Colin you, you just started playing yeah I played a little bit this morning what, how are you feeling about it um I, hear, I heard a lot of cursing from you yeah it's uncharted yeah. I mean uh you know what gets me most excited about uncharted is single player so yeah I don't really like take this into account and like how I would enjoy the game because I'm only going to play it really to the extent of I guess the trophies and maybe to try it out unless it's like super addicting like I really like some games online like I really dig fear online and so I'm playing it not for trophies just for fun and I really liked Resistance 2 online yeah um, but we had fun with Uncharted 2 when we did it for Extra Life no we did we did I mean it's surprising how fun that game can be I agree with Jim in the, in the sense that the game, the game's mechanics feel proper in single player, but don't translate yep, completely great to multiplayer. Like there, it's definitely not a great multiplayer game. It's a good multiplayer game, mm. and it's surrounded by what is no doubt going to be, you know, if it's anything like the first two Uncharted games, probably a great campaign, and that's what's important. But yeah. but I don't know, it, and and it, you have to get used to the controls and stuff like that, and like the third the third person action, especially when you're playing a lot of first person shooters. And it's a fun game. It's certainly better than most of what's out there on, on in the online sphere. But I'm not like totally blown away by it. I think that it's cool that they are trying to do new things. The story sequences are cool. The the way everything's tied in together is cool. All the new modes, Le- are great. leveling up your boosters, yeah. is cool. and obviously having the boosters, having many different reasons to go back and try to level your character up, and all the different things. You know, like we were saying on, during our live stream yesterday, like the the amount of customization is extreme. Compared to a lot of online games, and that's cool. But I'm not like blown away by 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 any stretch of the imagination, you know. And yeah. it's not, I'm not saying it just because of the way the game had been running the first day. I'm just saying oh, yeah, that yeah, in yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's certainly not the most kind of streamlined experience. I mean, like, uh, and I think that's a problem inherent with like third person shooters in general, a multiplayer, anyways. Um, 
Whereas, like, you know, Gears of War is, like, super heavy, but it also, you know, s suffers from similar problems. Because, like, I mean, when you, like, go for the cover system, like, you know, it sometimes it doesn't go where you want it to. Like, rolling and, like, fast motion are just hard, harder to do from that perspective. Um, but I really enjoy the kind of the, the upward scalability, like, you know, going, you know, scaling buildings. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah there's, there's more climbing, there's more I don't know, see, I thought there's just too many options to go someplace. And to me, I felt like I always had to check my back because someone could well, be yeah. behind me. Yeah. And I, you know... I guess too back to Gears of War. Like I think what's cool about Gears of War is the maps are designed, and I'm probably going to get yelled at for this because I, I don't play too much Gears of War multiplayer. But when I did, I felt like the maps were designed to sort of funnel me and keep me, um, make it manageable. Make it manageable. I could see. I, I, would, I didn't have to worry about people coming up from behind me too much. See, my um, thing is like, first off, I love third person perspective. That's my. I don't first person perspective. I immediately feel like I'm just a camera and a gun. That's why I don't enjoy it as much. I, I like being able to see what's happening. I, li I like feeling like I'm watching a movie, I guess, or something like so, that. So, but the thing with that is, like, I hate when I think it's it's, it's cheesy to see someone running. Uh, they can't see you, but you can see them running. I don't know. I, I'm kind of like. What do you mean, like, like if I'm behind you? Uh, no, no, no. Like if you're um, if you're just running around a. Um, you know, you're at a corner. Uh -huh. You can turn the camera to see who's coming without actually having to be around the corner. Uh, I see what you mean. Whereas as a first-person game, you wouldn't know that. See, the whole, anyway. the whole my whole thing to it though is that I always feel like I have a, a, a better chance in Uncharted. I, you know, I feel like even when there's a really, really good Uncharted player, I can still get them. I can still beat them. In a first-person shooter, I always feel like I'm getting trounced. I'm always mm -hmm. getting rolled. And I was playing with some some dudes who are level 24. Oh no, they're really fucking good. I was telling Scott last night. Uh, Christine Steimer is sick, and she's still my roommate. So I went home last night and shook her out of bed to make her play with me. And we played two matches, and we the they were with they were a three-team death match, and we went in against these guys who were 23 and 24, and these motherfuckers yeah. were destroyed. They just moved like locusts together around. They, they must have had like a, a preset routine they like to do and they just, just smoked everybody but I still got kills on them See, well, what's the, I still what's put up the, respectable numbers what's the best gun well I think it all comes down to mods right I still stick with the AK like mm, I like the I like, AK. I like the other one. The, 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 the yeah. I just like the way it fires. I the, feel like the, I like the, the three burst bulls. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I like. The like I, I don't going. know if it does more damage. Well, it, it does it more does. damage. It's got and it packs more of a punch and it's more accurate. But like the problem is, is like since there's so much like kind of close combat in in a lot of these levels, like you get kind of screwed if you like somebody creeps up on you. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. Like, I, I've just been pouring it, all my weapon mods into the AK. I just it, I have the uh, rate of fire cranked up now. It shoots faster. It, it, I think the other mod is that you know Aesthetic I have more bullets clip. or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I stick with what I, what I like. You know, what I mean, like what makes sense to me. That and the, just the pistol. I, I try to keep it easy. Shotguns. I'm never. I feel like I'm never good enough with because like there's people who own the shotguns where there's I'll no be shotgun. firing there's them. No shotguns. They'll roll. Though, right? No, you can pick them up. They're around the. Oh, thing. okay. And you can unlock them as you go. You're unlocking weapons as you level up. Okay. Uh, one problem I've encountered, and maybe you guys know the answer to this, is like uh, when you want to change classes in the middle of the game. Like there's the use the metal system. Like it says, like you have to use three metals in order to change classes. Classes. Like what? Change your loadout. Yeah. Okay. Like, like if you die and you want to change to a different loadout, um, it like when I hit start and do that, is there another way to do it, or is that it? Like, not I mean, to my knowledge, I have, but yeah. I, I've never tried it before. I've never. Yeah. Like, and and I don't even know where I've have had a hard time figuring out where the metal system is technically integrated. Like, how do you know how many metals you have? Or? It's uh, it's on screen at all times. When you're playing by yourself, there's always it's always leading up to your kickback. Whatever your kickback assigned is, oh. there's a little rocket launcher. Like for me, usually I use a rocket Those, launcher. Okay. And there's a rocket launcher that says like four out of seven. Or oh, okay. I didn't realize that metals were the, the like incremental kind of yeah. upwards on that. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice touch. I mean, you know, it's just to me when I I, I don't know. It's like 
it's kind of a double-edged sword because with you know Naughty Dog <laughs> didn't have to give anyone Uncharted multiplayer in the second game, and they certainly didn't have to in the third game. Yeah. And they did, and it's cool, and it worked, and it gave the game more replayability, and I think kept people around longer. You still see people playing Among Thieves on my friends oh, yeah, list yeah. and stuff like that. And obviously, they're not playing the single-player campaign. Um, but it's just not something I'm excited about. You know, like I'm actually. You know, I'm excited about. I'm really excited about the campaign. You know, like yeah. I'm really excited about it, and I like, really want to play it. But it, it, this is just kind of, I guess, icing on the cake. It's not. So, I don't think it's going to be a reason for people to buy the game. There are certainly going to probably be better online shooters, or whatever. And I think that. But for PS3, I mean, better. Well, online I mean, it's like what, like what I think about what I think about online shooters on PS3, specific like Sony games. I think about Killzone, and like th- th- that game seems to have more of you know, has placed more emphasis on uh, on online gameplay and even to an extent resistance, which you and I have played pretty extensively now and, and you know, that game has I think a split emphasis. Like with Killzone, I think it's like almost a third campaign and two thirds online. Like if you're not gonna play the game online, you're really probably not it's probably not a game for you. Resistance yeah. is probably half and half. And I think with Uncharted it's like the the exact opposite really where it's like I've been, I've been saying this for years. All they have to do is when we get to this digital revolution, whenever it's coming, it's coming yeah. soon. They should just put out single player Uncharted game, forty bucks, and then put out the multiplayer for twenty. Or they do something like a free to play, like, like let's say like uh, you, you could download the beta as it is now. Mm-hmm. You get those two maps, uh, and those character skins for free. You could play those, or for like for like a, for like a week or two weeks for a free trial, and then you pay five bucks a month. You get extra maps, more characters, more weapons, and then you can pay more to get download, you know, skins and. Uh, sunglasses for your microtransactions. For microtransactions. So, uh, t- to me, it makes more sense to re- just release the multiplayer as it is, singular, with microtransactions and in in some because you don't want to pay for it. You're, you don't want to play multiplayer, so you'd rather just right. buy the single. Player. I don't want to pay sixty dollars for a game, but I'm willing to pay uh, play two thirds of it. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean it's a good point. It's also an interesting. I mean, I would be interested to see. It's just an archaic the way they do it now with having to package it all in one. Thing. Well, on, for a disc-based medium, medium, it makes sense. But like, I mean, if if you're talking about like downloadable, I mean, I think that makes that's a, that's a better. No, you could just you could still system. do the single-player Uncharted game on a disc, and then if you want the multiplayer, you just buy it online. Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, it's just. But well, how, I mean, the, the argument would be how many people try it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's one of those things when you do. I, I bet there's a lot of like I would have never played. It's a big risk, but someone's gonna do it eventually, and whoever sure. does it first is gonna come up big. Like imagine if for the next for Halo Four, Microsoft's hey you can just you can play you don't have to even buy the single player for Halo Four you can just uh, pay us five bucks a month and you can play as much Halo multiplayer as you want. I, I mean it's an interesting model. I just I, I'm more concerned about uh, um, the development cycle and the, I guess resources that are being used or whatever. And I think that with Among Thieves you saw that the game didn't really suffer because they made the, un- the multiplayer. I wouldn't worry too much about that. But I I just wonder like I would sacrifice the entire. With with the quality that Uncharted, with what Uncharted is known for, which is like really the high quality, the great characters, the great voice acting, the, the really funny banter and all that stuff, I would sacrifice the entire online functionality for five more hours of campaign, you know, like uh, of that. And, and but that's just, such a weird way to put it. Like I want them to make a story they want to make, and I want it to be as long as it needs to be long. I don't want them to. I feel like they have to add stuff to it now and try to you know pad this campaign now with missions that are boring or like you know what I mean. I suppose, but I mean, I I don't I think that I still think that that's the you know the meat of the product. I don't know. That's I, I hear that. I hear that's that, uncharted. I hear that problem all the time, but I've, no one's ever ever actually come up with an example of a game that had a multiplayer added where the actual single player suffered. I've never heard one. No, I mean, I mean, I but I, I think you've had I think you've had it the other way around though. I think a good example would be like Raven's Wolfenstein, and where the online, especially on PS3, like barely ran. But the the campaign itself was huge. 
It's a gigantic game, and it probably didn't even need to have online functionality because it's because it's Wolfenstein. Like I think they need they felt like they needed to put it in there. So I actually think that it could be the other way around as well. Battlefield Bad Company Two is a good example of a shitty story single player campaign with uh, awesome multiplayer. Like I've maybe played twenty minutes of the right, but I've never seen a game that had multiplayer added to it where the actual like single player was considered crap because, but there, of, because but there, of it. But I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that there must be uh, a delineation between the people that are working on campaign and the people that are working on multiplayer and using those resources to make the campaign better. We, we didn't see anything with Dead Space 2 happen with the multiplayer. Dude, I mean, game. look at... I mean, I, honestly, I mean, I think actually we just talked about it. A good example of that might be Killzone 3 because the, the, I thought the campaign in that game was really weak. You know, and I, I think that... I think Killzone, Kill, Killzone's kind of weak in general. Well, I think... I, 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 don't, I agree. I think it's... I think it's uh, not, it's a, I'll say that it's not a series that really is up my alley. And that, and that game to but, me f- seems like a cash-in. Like, but, you know, a, Kill- lot of, a lot of reused assets. Like Killzone 2 is a better game than Killzone 3, in my, in my opinion. And the, the the campaign in Killzone 2 is obviously much better than Killzone 3. But again, like Killzone 3 places emphasis on the multiplayer. And so, like obviously, resources came away from making the campaign more robust so they can have the multiplayer stuff that people are still going to be playing for years. So I think that there is something to be said about that. I think there is some evidence of that. You know? I don't know. I think once we get into digital, we can then just... Night Dog can put out a multiplayer Uncharted game separate from the single player game whenever they feel like it and make it subscription based and you don't they're, they're not overlapping. Yeah, I don't disagree or, that that's going to be so the model, but I just, I, the idea of subscription based uh, multiplayer it's is, the future. It's totally infuriating. Like, uh, future. <laughs> like I, I I hate the idea of that. Like I understand paying for like something like Xbox Live or PlayStation, uh, you know, Plus, but well, I don't understand paying for Xbox Live, but. Well, I mean, because that that pays for the feature of of online gaming, you know, that makes sense. But if you're that, and that's a flat rate annually or monthly, whatever. But you know, paying per game, you know, you know, depending on you know, in different modes and stuff like that, that's I, that is just ridiculous. No, well, you could still play Uncharted multiplayer for free, uh, but if you want to get all the extra multiplayer modes and maps and items, just give them five bucks a month. I wonder what the bottom. There are people who are willing to do that. They could easily get a hundred. Well, yeah, but then there'll be the whole argument. Like, there's so many people who are anti PlayStation Plus. You know what I mean? Because oh, I'm only renting that content. So by year, I mean to get the maps, I'm paying five dollars a month. So when I stop, I can't use those maps anymore. When I stop the subscription. No, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know how it would work. I'm just telling you, there are probably at least a million Uncharted fans that would give Sony five bucks a month to play un, uh, a premium uh, service of uh, Uncharted multiplayer. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree that that's gonna probably be the way it goes. But because uh, Activision makes, they're losing so much money in Call of Duty multiplayer. More people are playing multiplayer than they are single player. Single player, I don't know how much millions of dollars of that cost to make. Um, so they're they're just realizing that now. That's why they're putting out Elite. Uh, so I mean, they don't even have to put out a single player Call of Duty game. Yeah, that's interesting. True. Yeah, nobody that's a good cares point. about that point. All right. Yes. Colin. Yeah. Uh, beyond at IGN.com is the inbox here for the show. A bunch of Uncharted three beta questions. The first is the Starman. Twenty-one, twelve. He says, "Should betas have trophies?" No. Scott. Yeah. Jim. Um, I don't really care. <laughs> the correct answer, I think, is no. I don't think they should because this is the whole problem, right? Is that we've talked about this before on the show? Is that so many betas have just become demos, right? Mm. I'm gonna release a beta for my game a month out. It's, so, a, mar- it's a marketing. So thing you can't well. change anything. Whereas Naughty Dog, I think, literally pushed this one out to say, "What's wrong with this?" And then they, like, on Tuesday night when everything was failing and you couldn't get a match to go and it was running at two frames a second, people were all over Twitter feeling so indignant that they've been robbed of their oh, time yeah. and bullshit. this doesn't work. It's a free beta. You were the one. Yourself. You're the one who posted. Yeah, I guess people have forgotten what beta means. Like, yeah, you're there yeah. to test and, the game. And it got retweeted like a million times because it was like, it's like it's a beta. It's a literally 
a beta. A beta means that you test the game. You know, it's not alpha. It's not like broken, but it's it's a game that they need to fix a lot of bugs with or whatever. And yeah, like you said, I absolutely agree. I mean, SOCOM's a good example, right? That, didn't that game get like a, a, a multiplayer beta or whatever, like right before it was supposed to come out? Or I people, think so. And obviously, other games like like get those things. And and I understand that you want to have a demo, but there is no. People need to differentiate between what a demo and a beta is, and this is a this is a true beta. Remember, in so. the olden days, when betas were harder to come by and get into, they went out to the hardest of hardcore internet message board kids because they knew they would go post comments about what's wrong. I, how many people know even how to get to the forums for Uncharted Three right now? And like, because they have a beta support forum, they want you to go report issues to. Yeah, there's nothing like they, it would be nice to have like a scrolling like marquee in the in the game like on a menu that just yeah. says like go to whatever to report bugs or whatever exactly and obviously yeah. they're probably watching yeah. obviously yeah they're they're doing twitter searches i mean they're on, they know how now in this uh, social media network and whatever I, I mean i don't agree with the practice of calling a beta when it's really a demo but like i th- i like the idea of re- rewarding people for you know playing I- engaging in the beta like you know one of the things i liked about the gears of war 3 beta is that like you unlock certain things you know by playing you know when the retail game came out like maybe it's in-game rewards maybe uh-huh. not so much trophies or, yeah, or yeah, achievements yeah. but like uh like I like that idea because it, you know, gives an element of exclusivity. You feel like you know you you were like a forerunner, and it also you know kind of make it, once you're done with the beta or the beta is done, you feel like you have something left. It's funny. It's it. funny you say that because Ben wrote into Beyond at IGN.com. He had two questions, but his first was, "Well, my will my progression in the beta carry over to the game in November?" The answer is no. However, your progress in the beta will get you unlocks in the game. Oh, so okay. just by just by using the beta, you get an avatar. Then it's in-game rewards from there. If you yeah, reach be- level 25, you get handsomely rewarded with in-game cash when the real game begins. So there is an incentive to play so and we do have our stuff. Goal yeah. Oh yeah. Games. Don't worry. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so there's plenty to do there. There is something, but it's, yeah, it's not actually like giving you trophies or anything. Like oh, okay. That. I'm I fine with that. that. I'm fine with that. Hey, here, you know, you're a beta tester. Here's a shirt for home or whatever the hell it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. A lot of stuff like that. I think you are unlocking clothing options too. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's unlocks, and that's cool. I mean, I, I'm down with that. I just don't think that you don't want people to get into betas for like <laughs> we play some games for the wrong reasons for trophies or whatever. And, yeah. and betas are, I think, a little more serious in that like they're supposed to, you know, they're you know, you're trying to help the developer like make the game better. So I don't think you want to give people the wrong reasons to get involved. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then there's also the option of like you know, like using like un- saving an, uh, a trophy or an achievement for when the retail game launches. I've seen a few games do this where like the beta, like participating in the beta and playing, you know, certain titles previously unlocked a certain achievement or, or trophy. Um, I think it was like maybe one of the Battlefield games that did it. Like if, if you kind of, if you had that data on your drive and it saw that you previously played this game, like you get, um, you know, an achievement. That there. would be pretty cool. Although that would drive people nuts on PlayStation <laughs> just because yeah. they wouldn't be able to get a platinum if they yeah. get in the beta. Uh, important to point out too, Ben, even though your progress from the beta doesn't carry over to when the game comes out in November, in October, if you go to Subway, you buy a specially marked sandwich or something, you get a code to download the multiplayer and start playing a month early, and that progress carries over. That's so, all so when I go to Subway, here's what I get. I get a six-inch wheat toasted before okay. anything's put on it. Three you just have the bread go through? Just the bread. Okay. Uh, three scoops of tuna. That's disgusting. Because I don't want my tuna toasted. Jesus. And then I get a little bit of lettuce on it, yeah. and then some vinegar. That sounds good. Thoughts? I don't like. To, I, I'm not a big tuna salad fan or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I I like going through. I get I get roast beef and cheese, but double roast beef, double cheese. That's it. Jesus. Just bread and meat and cheese. I'm disgusted. I don't know. I I feel um a little insecure about my subway sandwich preference. Why? Well, that's weird. I don't know. Like people in front of me, this guy gets a uh, foot long with with everything on it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting like this weird piece of bread. Paltry sandwich. Yeah. I'm sure you're not the weirdest subway consumer. Uh, Ryan writes in. He says, also, 
Any idea on who the female voice is that keeps giving you updates during the matches? It doesn't sound like Chloe or Elena. New female character, perhaps? It sounds like Oracle from Batman. Um, isn't the voice the the villain? I don't think it's Catherine Marlowe. I don't know. I have it, no idea. I, if I, you're on the villains, is the voice the same? Like depending on which. Yeah, yeah. Out? You fall oh. behind. Catch oh. up. Don't die. It's almost over. Huh. Yeah, and she she sounds too young to be Catherine Marlowe, mm-hmm. even though it plays into my 450. Mm-hmm. Year have old they changed villains. any of the voice actresses from uh, no. Uncharted 2? No. Okay. The tra- I mean, no, nothing official, but the trailer sounds like Elena. It sounds like Chloe. I'm, I usually have a pretty good ear for when they change yeah. people around. Um, let's do one more Uncharted question. What do you say, Colin? Sure. All right. This is from Gavin. Okay. This is a this is a this is a one to ponder. Okay. Okay. I was wondering if after Naughty Dog releases Uncharted 3, that would be the end of the trilogy, or if they plan to continue Nathan's story. And if it is the end of Nathan's story, do Yoi think they will continue the franchise in another way? I think they'll, I think, I don't know. I think they got to take a break after this one. I want to see something else out of Naughty Dog after this. I think uh, they'll do something new and then pass off uh, Uncharted to someone else. That's a dangerous. That's a, I don't. I, I don't. No one else can do Uncharted. I'm saying outside of the NGP thing with Bend. Sure, that's its own thing. That's fine. Whatever. But I'm saying a, a PS3 Uncharted. They're never gonna let anyone. But no, I don't know, man. It. I mean, the I, fidelity of that okay, game. So how here, good it looks. How you're smoothly wrong already. it runs. Sony. That's one of Sony's best-selling games. Right? Yeah. So you have the situation where you have Night Dog either keep making them make Uncharted games, which uh-huh. you know they don't want to do, or find someone else to do it. Just to say we're not going to do Uncharted now is insane. Um, I think, and I think that's why they give them a boatload of cash and say, Naughty Dog, continue to do this. Expand your studio more. Or, or, Keep or getting expand huge. Your studio, yeah, like, um, you can do other stuff for us. Please do. Insomniac. But yeah, please break into teams and keep doing it uncharted. Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they gave it off to another team, and I wouldn't be shocked if the if the game ended up being quite what you you know like a Naughty Dog level thing. Because I mean, not to say Sly is is anything you know, near the level of Uncharted, but those are great games, and one studio made those games, and then they did pass it off, and the game, you know, we saw the game in action, and it looks just like Sucker Punch did that game. Yeah, but and, and no offense to Sucker Punch or Zanzari or anything, you're wearing the shirt, by the way. Yeah, I am. Good I am job. Good and the guy also won that PSN. I don't know what that means. What, what, what uh, are you talking about? The, one of the developers at that, at that studio won the 25 PSN. Oh, yeah, Ninja XYZ. Yeah. He's a developer from here. I didn't know he worked for Zanzaro. He just said he works for a developer. Yeah. That's funny. Um, awesome. Good job, yeah. If you remember, we get, we put up the top 25 PlayStation Network games, and we gave away one code that had all 25 and Ninja XYZ on my IGN1 and Twitter. So follow him. Congratulate him. He put up a video of him uh, with all the games, too, which was fun. Uh, and I forgot my point now where I was going. So. Zanzaro, uh, Sly 4. Yes, I think Uncharted is. I mean, that's a a platformer with like you know that's b- cartoon characters, and you can have you can have all the stuff you want to do with it. Whereas the Uncharted games are just synonymous with being you know this experience that's a movie that you're playing that has awesome lip syncing and awesome motion capture and all these awesome actors, and then combining that with all these visuals that are amazing. Like that's a huge task for someone just to take. The them blueprints are already there. The engines are already there. They know what they're doing. To make an Uncharted game, you kind of already know what you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's that insane to think that someone else could do that But game. it's such a character-driven thing that if, you know, Naughty Dog decided to make, you know, Drake retire or even die or something in in, in 3, yeah. um, 
you know, having someone continue that storyline would be pretty difficult. Because, so, like, something like a Halo has a universe, like, where you could just keep exploring, like, you know, the, the various aspects of it. But, you know, Uncharted is all about the characters. Like, there's there's no, like, overarching kind of problem that anybody could throw characters into. Night Dog would still oversee the project. They could still get the same writers doing it. It's just finding different people to make the levels. And that's not that. I don't think it's that insane to do. They should do a young Drake, like a young Indiana no, Jones. No, they should not. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, isn't the... Uh... The Vita game is a prequel, isn't it? Yeah. So that and, and that, that looks kind of like an Uncharted game. True. Almost. True. So I agree. They're right there. It's not like it's not there. So. All right. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, mean, I think there's a difference though in stepping back to a handheld and what you're expecting on a handheld versus stepping yeah. forward for Uncharted Four and saying, "All right, here you go, high impact." Plus, that studio has done. I mean, Bend has done handheld games of, of, based of other on, people's yeah, stuff. So, yeah. I mean, that's like, that's filter thing. resistance. They know what they're doing. But you know, at the same time, I think it's about how passionately you feel about a certain franchise or whatever. Because like. Obviously, another company could do a resistance game, but I really wouldn't want anyone else to do a resistance game. So I think it's just, you know, I think I think I agree with Jim in that. I think other developers are totally capable, and I think Sly is a proof that. that True. But at the same time, like you, you want these guys to do what they do best, or whatever. But the same at, at that same time, like I want Naughty Dog to do something else. You know, I want them to. I, I want uh, preferably I'd want no more Uncharted games this generation. You know, wow. make Uncharted. A PS4 launch title, and in the meantime, get one more PS3 game out and make it something different. You know, like do something else. Like these guys, I'm but it's sure. Such a cash cow, you I, know I am I mean? sure. Yeah, I agree with that, but I am sure. I am sure that Naughty Dog does not want to make another Uncharted game right now. Like I, I just they don't, don't have that. I don't think they really have that choice. I don't know. It's like I, I'm sure they have other ideas. I'm sure I'm they have sure writers they and people that are like, we want. It. Like I'm sure they're working on other stuff and they and they want to get it greenlit. You and, know? But you know, to the point of the PS4 thing, I think there's just enough of a gap for that to work. I mean, I think two um, years. Yeah, I mean, if they take one, you know, like a one game off, you know, and do something else, and then come back to it for the launch of the four. I mean, I think that's that that timeline is just enough to keep people, you know, keep it fresh. Well, I don't think you. I don't think you want to launch with Uncharted. Why not? A, why not? Because that would be huge. what else would you launch? With? No, no. It's not like you don't have games with it, but everyone's gonna buy a PS4 at launches anyway. You, you put no, Uncharted, they aren't. You put Uncharted Four out six months after it comes out, or even a year. Well, after what it comes do you out. mean? What do you think makes? Well, every... when did Uncharted One come out? PS3. Uh, Two thousand seven. Yeah. When did PS3 launch? Two thousand six. There you go. No one bought PS3 when it came out. Exactly. Nobody knew the Uncharted there was franchise. Niche, right, but it's 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 going to sell out the first I don't know four months. You just can't have a, a situation like I Wait, think. What? Dude, you can't have a situation like with the PS2 where you know you have Summoner and Fantavision or something like that. Like people bought PS2 because a it was an affordable DVD player and b yeah. like PlayStation was really popular, so people bought that. PlayStation 3 changed that because it was too expensive. The the notion of what PlayStation is has changed. Whatever. Now you need. People I really didn't buy it. For that's a why. Long that, time. I mean, that's why Vita has all these games because they realize that they can't launch this handheld without a bunch of games. And I think the same thing's with the PS4. I wouldn't be surprised to see something like right, an Uncharted you game, you don't, you don't game, put your best. You don't put your best game out the the day the console launches. I don't know. I disagree. I think you have to have a killer app right away, or no nope. one's going to buy it. Especially you if it's put good cost games. Uh, you don't play at your best game, or God of War, or something like that. You need something. It's going to be. There's going to be something. Like, I, I, I would say they would try to learn from the mistakes of the PS3 and put to, put out a franchise people associate with. Halo, yeah, Halo Three launched uh, what two years after Xbox came out, 360. Yeah, but that I mean, the, even with Xbox, it was a slow burn, and you have to remember that the the big launch title for PlayStation Three was Resistance, and that wasn't compelling to anyone because no one knew what the hell it was. You know, so. I just think they they need to do something. Like I think it would no, be... you launch new IP when the console launches. I don't know, man. I disagree. This time around, I think 
everybody write this one down. Podcast Beyond episode 195. Whenever PlayStation 4 is an, uh, coming out, it's not going to be a launch title. Send no this way. back and, and let us know if one of the giant franchises. Are we? Can we make? Can we make it that? Well, what's, wait, what's, what's a giant Sony franchise? God uh, of War, Metal Gear, Un- Uncharted. Yeah, Metal Gear would probably be. Another well, it's not really a Sony franchise. Well, yeah, that's right. You know what so, I mean, though. Well, we'll say. Well, let's let's pick three. So we'd say Uncharted, uh-huh. God of War, uh-huh. and I, think, I don't know Ratchet or something. No, I don't, I don't Ratchet's know. dead. No offense, Ratchet. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't it's disagree. Uh, what if, what if I'm it's in trouble a, here thinking what, of Big What Sony if it's game? an exclusive Metal Gear? It's not going to be an exclusive Metal Gear. I think Metal Gear. I think Konami's the, not going down that. Road I think the number. Game. I think the next number Metal Gear definitely is going to be exclusive. Nope. nope. Well, I mean, Konami likes money. They need money. They, no what way. about Peace Walker? They did that with Peace Walker. Here's an exclusive Metal Gear, and then on they PSP. put it on PSP. Yeah, I know, guys. Hilarious. Ha ha ha. ha. Anyways, well, <laughs> they're shows... doing they're doing a Metal Gear on DS, 3DS. Yeah, well, I'm saying that there's an exclusive Metal Gear that one day is sure for going to be for everybody, whatever, whenever yeah. Xbox 720 gets off the ground. Yeah. Can we can we count no. that? Exclusive, big-budget console game? No. Okay. Um, I don't want... Uh, Resistance, I think. No. No, uh, Resistance... We can put Resistance a ra- in what about Siphon Filter? Siphon Filter... No? That's not big enough. I mean, not anymore. I mean, that would be huge Twisted if they metal, no. supported it. Killzone? Yeah, Killzone would probably. All right, be fine. Awesome. There we so go. So Killzone, Uncharted, and God War. of War. None of those are launching on the PS4. Okay, launches. that's that. Everybody mark this one in calendars. Insane. Episode one ninety five. Just one of them is all we need to. Put but I, no, I was agreeing with you, Greg. I was saying that Konami putting an exclusive metal, dumping money into a Metal Gear game on PSP proves that they are willing to do exclusive Metal Gear games. And I, I'm telling you, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Five that's, will be in the That's PS3 a huge system. budget difference between that and Metal Gear Four. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying Metal Gear Solid Five will be a, P- a PS3 exclusive. No. Metal Gear Rising is the multi console game. Metal yeah. Gear Solid Five is nope. going to be a PS3 game. Tommy likes money. I don't know. They keep making games that would make you think they don't like money. <laughs> so they're, putting out Libre, they're putting out all those HD collections. What was that game? Yeah. What was that wrestling? Lucha Libre, right? <laughs> Lucha Libre. Look, so they're, 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 their library, of Ring. their library isn't that strong. But, but Metal yeah, Gear is a money maker. You know, exclusives come with money. You know, I mean, Sony pays for exclusives. I mean, it's not like so the money that that Sony paid for exclusive Metal Gear, they couldn't make up with 360 sales. Maybe, maybe or PC, not. Or PC sales? They could, but it's also, you know, it's a political thing, too. I mean, like, you you want to, you know, please your, you know, your your so- your hardware partners. No, the day of third-party exclusives are dead. I don't I don't think so, man. Nope. All right. How do you explain Gears of War remaining uh, Microsoft exclusive? Um, well, I'm not sure. Sh- I, don't, I don't know the uh, who owns what in that deal. I think Microsoft owns the publishing rights for that franchise. So they can only, Epic can only put out Gears of War games on Microsoft. Right yeah, now. but no matter what the length of the... T- like someone recently said, like there will never it's probably be... For, it's probably will for, never be... Gears of War will th- never be on the PlayStation. Yeah. There, there's no such thing as a lifetime deal. So, I mean, it's like... I mean, that was, that was done before 360 came out. But I'm pretty sure Epic wouldn't want to do another deal like that ever again. Because they're, lo- they're just losing out of money. Yeah. yeah, I don't disagree with that. I just... I think that there will be... The same reason that Konami did a 360... Or a PS3 exclusive for Metal Gear. As before... The time we're in now, where you can't do it. I I don't think I think you know. Exclusive. More importantly, there will never be an exclusive franchise moving forward. But uh, the idea of like five being on PS3 and Rising being on you know multi-platform, you know, and doing like kind of alternating like that, I don't think that's crazy. I think that that makes sense. I think timed exclusives are the future. That's all it is. Everyone, you'll have, you know, whatever. No, just the next exclusive GTA exclusive will be on DLC. for six months on exclusive something. DLC, like. I think people levels. are going to start. I think people now that the consoles are on their feet, you're going to see more people dropping money for timed exclusives. 
Well, eventually there's gonna be no consoles. Everything will stream. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah I've I'm heard si- this before. I'm sick so. of these conversations though about this because th- that future is not close. I'm sorry. I'm sorry when everyone uh, keeps saying that it's not. If, if by close you mean a decade away, then okay. But that's not on the. That's like not no, on the we'll, horizon. I think we'll get, we'll get one that's more not console t- generation. That's not tomorrow. PlayStation Four and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty or Seven Twenty will come out. There will be like seven years with those consoles. There will be exclusives on those consoles. They will be disc based. Coming faster than you think, Colin. I don't know, man. I, I mean, it is coming fast. I, I I believe that there will be a unified console one day. But I, all this talk about like how it's like right around the corner is nonsense it's not right around the unified corner. consoles yeah i don't think that is necessarily realistic or even soon um but on live is the future not, not something like not, on not, live. Not, not, not necessarily on live itself yeah. but, but no the, one cares about on but no one cares about on live which, prob- which shows that that's not ready yet but no yeah. matter what the industry thinks like there are limitations beyond it i mean like, <laughs> the thing is is like uh you know no matter what the game industry wants to do their install base will be totally fucked because in the United States, the infrastructure can't support widespread, like, kind of streaming only, like, gaming media. I mean, you can, but then it'll look like shit. I mean, like, and, and the game. I, play, I, play, I played on live, and it looks okay. Yeah, but it not looks, everyone is playing on live right now. Is what well, not everyone, and nev- not everyone has. It's a, it's a, pr- it's a prototype proof concept, but it well, works. I mean, look at the PlayStation Network on Tuesday. Everybody tried to download Uncharted. I mean, and everything ran slowly. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's the huge, interface there's of the huge, huge Things are going to be very different 10 years from now. Not true, yeah. I, I, in my brain, Johnny Mnemonic. I, disagree, I, I mean, I, I agree, but I, I think, like, and I agree that this, this future is 2020, 2025, or something like that. Yeah. But, like, we're, like, I think we're just, I think we have, like, this proclivity of getting, like, way ahead of ourselves, like, where it's, like, the, you know, there, we're in this current console generation. We will not see PlayStation Four until probably 2013 at the earliest. So, like, and that will be a disc-based console with exclusives and all these things. And then you have to imagine that that console is going to have its own life cycle and stuff like that. So we are getting. I I want to save these conversations until we're like five years in the PlayStation. What 4. if I told you the next Xbox console might not have a disc drive? Yeah, that, might, that it, makes sense. Yeah, it does. But I don't think I I don't I don't believe it to be honest with you. I mean, I I, I don't. It, you know, it's possible, but that that disclu- Think about it. We are we are in an ivory tower in a sense, not in in terms of what we do for a living, but in terms of where we are geographically, yeah, and where we are in terms of just being normal middle class people. Having a digital thing in Wyoming is not is going to take away all like all the rural gamers will not have you know still don't you know a lot of people in the United States still don't have high speed internet. They still are using dial-up modems. They still can't access PlayStation Network or Xbox Live, nonetheless access it to download games and have high bandwidth. You're going to have to pay for all the bandwidth that you're paying for. It's like, I just think there are reasons, plus the political reasons of, you know, big um, publishers and places like GameStop really fighting this. Yeah. Whether or not that's right or wrong, I mean, that's going to be a huge force. That's going to be a huge lobby that's going to stop this from trying, you know, trying to stop this fine. from happening. Steam is doing fine, but Steam is... PC's dead. But Steam is really, like, people talk about Steam and Steam makes a lot of money, but Steam is also a niche. Not a lot of people play PC games. So like a lot, of, a lot, many times more people play console games. Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure more people play games on PC now, right, right yeah. now than ever. That's not. That's not a. We're not talking about flash games. We're talking about people that buy buy things. You know, game is a game. I don't know, man. I, I disagree. I mean, when you look at you know what is there, 50 million PlayStation threes out there? They're definitely not uh, 50 million uh, high end uh, gaming rigs. Yeah, like there's just not. Well, how many people are actually playing those 50 million PS threes? You are. I don't know. I, I I just think this talk of like this digital revo- like the digital revolution. Coming. It, Everyone, every, talk to any developer. It's yeah, coming. yeah, it's coming. No it's shit, Jim. Of course it's coming, but it's not. It's not like right around the corner. Like we're preparing for this inevitability that's not here yet. You know, yeah. like and it will not be here for ten years. Well, because like you, so you know, kind of aggressively keep reminding us this is all about the money, and there's not enough money in digital yet. Because again, you can't capture 100% of the market. You can't get the retail. 
you know, it, you know, install and the kind of mis visibility there. Like there's no, there's no substantial amount of money. That's why, you know, on live is the only one doing on live, you know, like, you know, the thing is, is like you're doing the, the streaming thing. It's just because it's, it's a really aggressive business model that requires a lot of consumer education and a lot of technology behind it that, you know, most people aren't willing to commit to yet. And I, I see downloadable games, like being able to download Uncharted, you know, number one, you know, day one, you know, and more people moving towards that as a more likely future. But, you know, 100% kind of downloadable console or even streaming is is way far out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can tell you, like, just my own gut instinct, like, you know, even though there's rumors to the contrary from time to time or whatever, and you hear about, oh, you know, solid state this and solid state that, like PlayStation 4 and Xbox 720 will not be solid state. Consoles. So do you think more people will buy Vita games on the internet or at stores? Um, I don't know. I think it will probably be somewhere in the middle. I think it depends on the game, specifically. I think a game like Stardust, if it's $10 or something like that. Also, how big, how big storage is going to be on the Vita? Yeah. We don't know how we don't, big. Yeah, there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of... And that's also different because... Vita is a solid-state handheld, and that's obviously going into the direction of what phones have already done, and that's paved the way. But home entertainment, I think, is a different story entirely. Yeah. You know, I think about a game like Alien Zombie Megadeth, which is a game that no one has played, and it's on PlayStation Network. It came out by itself. It was the only game to come out last week. Um, and I just downloaded it on a whim and ended up reviewing it because I really liked it. And there's under 2,000 people on the leaderboard. You know? Who here goes and rents movies at a, a movie store? Not me. No one. Exactly. That's why they're all closed. But they go out and buy them. If you get Netflix discs, yeah, hard copy Red, media is Red still Box. alive and well. Yeah, it's not it's not as simple as everybody's downloading movies or you know streaming Netflix. Even it's supplemental. That's picked like up. if you want to, you can, but I don't think anybody will ever say Netflix models the future. I don't, no, there's no doubt about that either, dude. But the, and I'm not saying I'm not denying that the trend is going up and continuously going. I'm not, up. Gonna, I'm no, not saying it's not 25 years away either. It's it's 10 years away. I'm not saying it's 25 years away either. I'm just saying it's it's no no less than 10 years away, and that. I just think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Like we're we're not enjoying the now. We're not enjoying like the the technical. Not um, it. Well, we're not enjoying the technical like baby steps that we're taking towards like new consoles and new graphical fidelity and better experiences and stuff like that. Because we're like so focused on this digital revolution that's coming like a long times away or whatever. Right. And we're and we're kind of hypothesizing about those things. But I just think we're getting like way too ahead of ourselves with it. You know? All right. I don't know. I I don't really understand why we would want to do that. All right. That's reader mail. Yeah. <laughs> we had a good discussion. We've all said our piece. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, save this episode, 195, so that in 10 years from you guys now, are fucking crazy. you can remind <laughs> us when, what's happened and if it actually happened. Uh, that is the end of Reader Mail. Remember, if you want to be part of Beyond, beyond at IGN.com. Remember, too, that we are doing a live 200th episode here in San Francisco. If you want to be a part of it, it's on August 4th in San Francisco. You need to email beyond at IGN.com with the subject line, Live 200. Include your name, address, age, phone number, and some kind of proof that you can come to San Francisco to be part of the show. Where is it being held? Uh, we're not announcing that. You, if you get invited to come to the can show... I go to that? You, you can come to the show, sure, okay. Jim. All right. If you get invited to come to the show, we will confirm where it is. That way we don't have people can who you, Is it in the city? Yeah, it's in San Francisco proper. You'll need. There'll be a guest list outside, that, so don't try to crash it, because they'll, they'll figure out... It's not out. at the office. I can't confirm or deny where it is, Jim Riley. It's not in my apartment? It might be at your apartment. No. <laughs> <laughs> so beyond at IGN.com, Live 200... And the subject line. I'm back in the carpets. Uh, remember. <laughs> Wash the sheets. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com, remember you can follow us on Twitter at IGN. I'm at Game Over Greggy. Scott Lowe is saying something. Scott Lowe, oh, I was going to say, like, uh, to the point of the 200 thing, I'm trying to wrestle up some uh, free shit for people who attend. So, oh, yeah. Uh, you'll incentive. get treated well if you come. Yeah, so if you come, 
there may be free crap. I'll uh, I'll ask Namco if I can get some Dark Souls shirts to pass Thank out. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Scott Lowe You've is certainly advertised enough for them. At Scott Lowe. Uh, yes. That's Didn't you change Colin your Twitter is name? At yeah, it's just, no taxation. Just my name. Scott at Lowe. no taxation. What, what did it used to be before Scott Lowe? It was a slow bunch of dumb IGN. shit. Oh, slow IGN. Yeah. You know what? It was also the Yo Scott Lowe, which was really dumb. Well, because the guy. Uh, uh, we don't need. They know. The listeners know. Yeah, yeah. Jim Riley is at Jim Riley. Yep. All right, that's easy. Uh, I usually say, Ryan, take me home now, but Ryan is uh, forsaken us, so I'll take us home myself. Ryan Clements got this email. Hi, Ryan, Greg, and Colin, everybody else. Love the show, guys. Been listening since way back around the 20s, I think. This is Dale Diver. Driver, by the way. Dale Driver. Anyway, got a song for you. Hope you like it. It's called Vile High Club and is by my band, King Hermit. We're an unsigned band based in the UK. I actually might get a boner if you play this on the show. You can download it on right iTunes. <laughs> you can download it on iTunes, watch video on YouTube, and we have an iPhone game based around the song. This is the future we live in. It's free on the App Store. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Dale. What's the name of the song or the app? Uh, I don't know. He didn't put that in there. I'm guessing you could search for Vile High Club and find okay. it that way. If not, you could search for... Uh, just find... Vi- go onto the internet, find King Hermit, then look for in Vile High Club, put that in there too. You'll find everything you need to know. Cool. Remember, send in songs to the beyond.igen.com like I've reminded you about a million other things. Until then, thank you all for being part of the show. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the Uncharted multiplayer beta. Done, thank you for coming back, Jim Riley. We've missed you. You're already taking the headphones off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond! Beyond. Beyond.